chapter 11. Now there was a sick man, Lazarus, from Bethany, the village where Mary and her sister Martha lived. Mary was the woman who later anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair. It was her brother, Lazarus, who was sick. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus. Lord, the one you love is sick. When Jesus heard this, he said, This sickness is not going to end in death, but it is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Jesus loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed two more days where he was. After this, he said to the disciples, Let us go back to Judea again. The disciples said, Rabbi, the Jews have just recently been trying to stone you, and you are proposing to go there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If anyone walks during the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. If anyone walks during the night, he does stumble, because there's no light in him. He said this, and then he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep and is sleeping, but I'm going to wake him up. Then the disciples said to him, Lord, if he's fallen asleep, he's going to get well. Jesus, however, had spoken about his death, but they thought he was talking about natural sleep. So Jesus then told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. I am glad for you that I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Then Thomas, the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Why should we not go too, so that we may die with him? When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Bethany was close to Jerusalem, about two miles away. Many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. As soon as Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. But Mary stayed in the house. Martha then said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. Yet even now I know very well that whatever you ask from God, God is going to give it to you. Jesus reassured her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he's going to rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even though he has died, will live again in the resurrection. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die, not ever. Do you believe this? She replied, Yes, Lord. I believe absolutely that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who was destined to be born into the world. After saying this, she went back and called her sister Mary, and spoke to her in private. The teacher is here and is calling for you. As soon as she heard this, she got up immediately and went to him. Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still 
at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. So they followed later, thinking that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary arrived where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her crying and the Jews who had come with her crying, he was indignant and his spirit was deeply moved. He asked, Where have you put him? They said, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews were saying, Look how much he loved him. But some of them said, Why could he who opened the blind man's eyes not also have prevented this man from dying? Then Jesus, indignant again, arrived at the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Remove the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said, Lord, he's already stinking. It has been four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they removed the stone. Then Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd standing here, I said this so that they may believe that you commissioned me as your envoy. After that he shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! And the man who had died came out, bound hand and foot with linen strips and with his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Free him and let him go. Therefore many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw what Jesus was doing believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. So then the chief priests and the Pharisees convened the Sanhedrin and said, What are we going to do in view of all the signs this man is performing? If we let him go on like this, everybody is going to believe in him. But that will mean that the Romans will come and remove our place and our nation. One of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all. You do not understand that it is to your advantage that one man should die for the people, rather than that the whole nation should perish. He did not say this on his own initiative, but as high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but also to unite the scattered children of God. So from that day onwards, they plotted to kill Jesus. Jesus was no longer able to walk around in public among the Jews, but departed from there to the countryside, close to the sparsely inhabited areas, to a town called Ephraim, and he remained there with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near, and many people went up 
to Jerusalem from the country to purify themselves before the Passover season. They were looking for Jesus and asking one another, as they convened in the temple complex, Do you think he's going to come up to the festival? The chief priests and Pharisees had given strict orders that if anyone knew where Jesus was, he was to report it so that they could arrest him.